Welcome to the Way this day for December 28th. It is a Wednesday and it is the fourth day of Christmas. The 28th day of the month. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. John 17, verse 18. You are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. Ephesians 2, verses 19 through 20. Today we consider what it means to say that the church is apostolic. In its broadest sense, an apostle is a person who is sent on a mission. In this sense, all Christians are apostles. Some churches refer to their missionary efforts as the apostolate, But early in the life of the church, certain persons became such noted and effective communicators of the gospel that they came to be called the apostles, almost as if there were no others. Although often limited to the twelve, together with Paul, even in a narrow sense more should be included than that. It can well be argued, for example, that the first apostles were Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, since they specifically were sent by the risen Lord to tell the others that he had triumphed over death. The church is apostolic in both senses. All Christians are sent into the world to proclaim the good news, but always they are to measure their understanding against the apostolic faith, that which was set forth by those who are closest to Jesus. We who are sent in our own day are not free to invent a new gospel. Our task is to find new ways of proclamation, well suited to our time and place in history so that our contemporaries can grasp the meaning in this age of what the hymn writer Catherine Henke called the old, old story of Jesus and his love. This is why the content of the Bible is fixed. It records the earliest memories of Jesus. We are not free to add to scriptures our own experiences as if they too were sacred history, but we are responsible for translated into understandable terms anything in the scriptures that cannot be readily grasped by people in our day. And this translation will take into account our own experiences. This is what it means to say that the church is apostolic. Opening Prayer To you, God, be all glory. From you we have received grace upon grace. To you we owe all allegiance and gratitude. In the midst of the temptations, distractions, and glamour of the world, fasten our attention on the faith we have received from others and are called to share with others. Make us your true apostles through Christ who summons and sends us. Amen. Psalm 96, verses 10 through 13. Get out the message. God rules. He put the world on a firm foundation. He treats everyone fair and square. Let's hear it from sky with earth joining in and a huge round of applause from sea. Let wilderness turn cartwheels. Animals come dance. Put every tree of the forest in the choir an extravaganza before God as he comes, as he comes to set everything right on earth. Set everything right. Treat everyone fair. Day 28. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. John 17, verse 18. You are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. Ephesians 2, 
verses 19 through 20. Today, we consider what it means to say that the church is apostolic. In its broadest sense, an apostle is a person who is sent on a mission. In this sense, all Christians are apostles. Some churches refer to their missionary efforts as the apostolate. But early in the life of the church, certain persons became such noted and effective communicators of the gospel that they came to be called the apostles, almost as if there were no others. Although often limited to the twelve together with Paul, even in a narrow sense, more should be included than that. It can well be argued, for example, that the first apostles were Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, since they specifically were sent by the risen Lord to tell the others that he had triumphed over death. The church is apostolic in both senses. All Christians are sent into the world to proclaim the good news, but always they are to measure their understanding against the apostolic faith, that which was set forth by those who were closest to Jesus. We who are sent in our own day are not free to invent a new gospel. Our task is to find new ways of proclamation, well suited to our time and place in history so that our contemporaries can grasp the meaning in this age of what the hymn writer Catherine Henke called the old, old story of Jesus and his love. This is why the content of the Bible is fixed. It records the earliest memories of Jesus. We are not free to add to Scripture our own experiences as if they, too, were sacred history. But we are responsible for translating into understandable terms anything in the Scriptures that cannot be readily grasped by people in our day. And this translation will take into account our own experiences. This is what it means to say that the church is apostolic. Opening prayer. To you, God, be all glory. From you we have received grace upon grace. To you we owe all allegiance and gratitude. In the midst of the temptations, distractions, and glamour of the world, Fasten our attention on the faith we have received from others and are called to share with others. Make us your true apostles, through Christ, who summons and sends us. Amen. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. A prayer when you are seriously ill. Lord, I need your strength. I am weak, but you are strong. I am sick, but you are the source of all healing. You know how I feel, but you have suffered far more pain than I will ever know. Lord, it's hard to wait patiently for you to renew my strength. Allow me to share the strength of others and lean on them while I wait. Allow me to experience your strengthening presence and to rest in you. 
Enable me to find that strength which is possible even in weakness. And should I never be strong again, give me grace to be content with weakness, hardship, and disease. For when I am weak, because of Jesus Christ, then I am strong. Amen. Written by Neil Weatherhog. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Receive this Christmas benediction from John Armstrong. May you be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the Magi, and the peace of the Christ child. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever.